Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, everybody. This is Geraldo Rivera reporting Roadkill, my political podcast, the view of a moderate from the middle of the road. And the view from here of what is happening in Canada uh, is appalling. There you have uh, a posse of thug truckers. Not all. Many of them are just straight protesters, but some are radical right-wing extremists. There have been Confederate flags seen, uh, SWAT stickers seen, in this huge trucker protest in Ottawa, the Canadian capital. They've shut down Ottawa. They have shut down some of the bridges going from Canada into the United States. Uh, they are protesting the mandatory a vaccine uh, for all truckers coming into the United States. They're protesting the requirement that the United States uh, imposes on people driving into the country that they be vaccinated. Uh, It seems unreasonable the way they are protesting. They are interfering in the lives of many uh, average, ordinary uh, Canadians who have no, you know, they have no beef. Here they have no uh, uh, they have no dog in this fight, but their lives are being totally disrupted. They are kept awake by roaring trucks, belching pollution, those shrill horns, engines revving three o'clock in the morning. How would you like it? I mean, is there a limit to what is appropriate in terms of protest? understanding that people are very frustrated by the continuation of the anti-COVID measures that the governments of Canada, the United States, every other civilized country are taking. Okay, here's Roadkill. Roadkill with Geraldo Rivera. Well, there is a truck-based protest movement that has been for the last 12 days totally disrupting Ottawa, the Canadian capital. And they, uh, long lines of trucks have tried to make their way over the Freedom Bridge, I think it's called, in Detroit, to bring their protest here. They want to go to Washington, D.C. I've heard of convoys forming in Alaska and attempting to get one uh, together in California, all to converge on uh, our nation's capital and gum it up the way the truckers have done in in Canada. I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about COVID frustration. I talk about the the truck drivers' protests and what those signify. I will hear from someone in Canada, I hope, a friend of ours, and give us a firsthand account of what it's like. Before I go anywhere, though, and I appreciate, Don is in Berlin, Berlin, Germany, or Berlin, Ohio? Uh, I think it's Berlin, Ohio. Let me get him on the line here. Uh, okay. Hello, Don. 
Yeah, hey, everybody is talking about the right stuff and all this with the truckers and things, but here's the one thing you're missing. What's that? With these truckers and some factory workers, because of having to get the shots, some of these workers are forced to to work 12 to 14 hours a day to catch up. And who's the ones that's going to get the virus? Those that are... Their bodies are very weak. Cause so, Don, so you're hard. talking about the truck driver vaccine mandate, which has led yes. to these protests I mentioned in Canada. Yes. And, and you're saying that the true. vaccine mandate is also causing labor shortages, which uh, impact the supply chain, so forth and so on. Well, yeah, the, the, those, that are, those that are working, they got to work 12 hours a day or more. No, I understand that. So why don't they get the damn shot? Why don't they get the shot? The bottom line is, is because it's, it's still says experimental. I, had I, I disagree with I that, know, Don. I, 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 th- okay, I think that I, it. I, all right, all right, all right. I, I, I don't want to have that particular fight right now. I just want to give me, give me a minute to do this, uh, this personal note that has nothing to do with truckers or the topic today. It has to do, you know, uh, at my age, uh, almost seventy-nine. You. Uh, to hear of the passing of former colleagues is uh, is not that uncommon, and it, it becomes obviously more common the older you get. Uh, and you are affected, and you remember, and uh, you you know your mind goes back down memory lane, and you put yourself in the shoes you wore back when you met the person, and. There's nostalgia involved. There's a kind of a wistful feeling of the temporary nature of life, and and uh, that every, everything passes eventually. That uh, nothing lasts forever. But the passing of uh, television journalist Gloria Rojas, unless you're from New York, you've probably never heard of Gloria. Uh, she is a true pioneer. She was a true pioneer. She was the first Latina reporter. In New York, believe it or not, she was the first. In the uh, in the late nineteen sixty eight, she started nineteen sixty eight. So there had been no Hispanic representation in New York newscasting, even though New York had a million plus Latino people. So Gloria was the first. She was a school teacher, who was recruited and later trained at Columbia. University Graduate School of Journalism and a Fred Friendly-led program. Fred Friendly was the producer of Edward R. Morrow. I'm sure you've heard of Edward R. Morrow, the legendary CBS newsman. Harvest of Shame, uh, the McCarthy hearings, and so forth. Uh, So Fred Friendly had this program at Columbia University to integrate television news, starting with New York City. And Gloria was his first Latina, And guess what? The next year, 1970, Gloria recruited me. So she was the first Latina. I was the first Latino. First Latino to be a reporter in New York City. It was uh, basically uh, an all-white fraternity. (coughs) Excuse me. Had, uh, you know, one or two African-Americans, not many. Uh, so they started this uh, this program at Columbia University. Ford, the Ford Foundation, funded it. 
Gloria Rojas was the first class and Gloria Rojas recruited me, I would not be behind this microphone now. I wouldn't be, I uh, would not have had the last half century on television, but for Gloria Rojas, uh, who was a terrific reporter, uh, a wonderful person, uh, and I, I feel, I feel uh, very sad, obviously, that uh, Gloria <coughs> has passed. She was 82 years old. So I want to talk about the truckers now. And I'd love to hear from you if you have any connection whatsoever with the, the truck boycott, the traffic stops, the what's happening in Ottawa, the Canadian capital. I want you to call us at 216-578-1100. If you're a driver on the road right now and you have a beef about vaccine mandates, uh, about uh, masking mandates and so forth, I, I want to hear from you, 216-578-1100. But I, I want to, I've been listening to, uh, you know, Fox and other stations this morning with the, uh, the apparent obvious utter disdain for any COVID restrictions. Uh, there's a tremendous societal impatience with, uh, with the mandates that are still existing as that a fellow, uh, Don, uh, indicated already but I, I i i want people to be patient it's almost over i get i get that we're sick to death of restrictions and mandates and vaccine mandates and mask mandates and watching politicians who preach uh, the need for masks being photographed without masks at very public uh, events and so forth but what people tend to overlook particularly now this thing is so politicized, is that 928,879 Americans as of today, thinking, have died of COVID. That's almost a million Americans have died of COVID. That is almost twice the, the country in second place, India, which is far larger than the United States in terms of population, they had about half of the deaths that the United States did. <clears throat> I mean, it's, uh, it, there's no wonder why American officials have tried dramatically to stem the flow of death. We have a million, a million dead Americans. I mean, some things they've done, like lockdowns and quarantines, obviously did not work. They just added to your frustration. But with almost a million dead Americans, you can't blame them for trying. And vaccines work. I mean, I got COVID after I was triple vaccinated. And it was like, it wasn't even a cold. I had almost zero symptoms. If I had not been vaccinated at my age, God knows what would have happened to me. So get vaccinated. And people who are opposing the vaccination, you know, I understand civil disobedience. I protested in the 60s and so forth, but, you know, it's, uh, you're, you're playing with fire. You really are. I think that we're seeing real movement now in terms of mandates that are going by the wayside. Mask mandates, I think, will obviously be the first most visible anti-COVID measure to be, to expire, let's put it that way. 
I mean, it's dawning on public officials that you all, we are exhausted with all these rules. And now you have anti-government activists joining forces with sincerely frustrated parents of school children and businesses. You have blue state governors, New Jersey, Connecticut, New York any day now will abolish their mask mandates. It's, uh, it's happening. It's happening. But the most dramatic example of people being absolutely fed up with the government trying to deal with COVID is what's happening in Canada that I mentioned earlier. I mean, I, I want you to know that these Canadian truckers are being romanticized by a lot of people, particularly on the far right. They're not the characters you saw in Convoy or Smokey and the Bandit. I mean, they're supported by far-right, anti-government money and muscle, and they are totally disrupting Canada, our neighbor to the north. I mean, Canada seems unable to get traffic moving. I mean, the international bridges are jammed. There's no end in sight. I mean, the truckers and their allies have made these COVID restrictions, the vaccine mandates and so forth, excuses. They are excuses to unleash anti-government anarchy on Ottawa. Ottawa is the besieged capital of Canada. You see what's happening? Big rig truckers, picture downtown Cleveland. Big rig truckers, bumper to bumper. They're revving those big engines in downtown Ottawa. They're blockading traffic. They're belching pollution and ear-splitting noise. And innocent Canadians are suffering the most, and they want to come here. They're trying to cross the bridge to come here. You know what they're mad at? They're mad at COVID restrictions, vaccine mandates, but that's just part of, a, I think, a malignant frustration that's fueling this convoy 2022. I mean, the far right, I think, up there has tapped into the same anti-government rage that sent thousands of people into the United States Capitol on January 6th. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Their, their agenda is much bigger than a vaccine mandate. They're pissed off about everything, about immigration, about licensing rules, about other activism that doesn't seem to be designed to fix any problem, but seems designed to cause trouble. All right, 216 in Wadsworth, we'll start with Bill. Bill, what's on your mind? Uh, um, first of all, Herodo, I, I, I like you, long-time listener, respect you, but what you just said laminated what people are mad about. You just said on air that it was you protested in the 60s. That was fine. But So you're basically saying if you don't agree with what people are protesting about, they shouldn't protest. And that's what people are fed up with. I mean, that was your exact statement. 45 seconds ago was you protested in the 60s, but don't protest COVID. I'm not saying I support the protest, but isn't that what we're allowed to do as Americans? Yes. Yes. And I think, Bill, that's a fair, that's a fair point. 
but my, my, maybe it, maybe it is maybe it is the just the perspective of of years you know at, in the public arena but when you have a a thousand big rig trucks they're downtown in your capital city and they're bumper to bumper and they're blowing those big horns revving the engines not letting traffic pass they're terrorizing people i i think that the one thing i learned about protesting is and i when i saw the black lives matter protests and how uh you know supporters flocked to the rioters and the looters to make sure they didn't do any jail time for the destruction they caused including burning down the police precinct in minneapolis among other things my point is you do whatever you're going to do. Try not to break the law, but be prepared to suffer the consequences. You can't stop a country from functioning and think you're going to be above above the law, that you're not going to get punished for it. I, I, I think that the bigger story is this anti-government, far-right sentiment that rejects compromise and middle of the road and really paints a picture of the country at war, at war with itself. And I, I fear that that sentiment, as demonstrated by the Canadian truckers and soon to be maybe American truckers, is dangerous. It, it adds to the divided America. It adds to our being our own worst enemies. And the, the most awful thing about it, because I think that a lot of the frustration, as I said, is COVID-inspired or it's frustrations from dealing with COVID and restrictions. The, the bitter irony is it's almost over. You see the, uh, you know, Omicron, how uh, the cases are plummeting. Uh, the graft is going straight down. It's almost over. People sense that it's almost over. Many people have had Omicron and say, "What's this is nothing. This is nonsense. You know, so it, it, people feel empowered. They feel now I've had a disease. Now I'm going to be immune. You know, they, they see it. They sense it. It's right around the corner. And what I say is just be patient for a couple more weeks. We're almost there. We're almost there. A lot of states I'm hearing March 7th for the end of various mandates, parent optional whether your kid wears a mask in school or not. Which one is it, Rob? Uh, we got uh, Jeff from Toronto, actually, on, uh, oh, on the bottom line here. Jeff Glantz. Hey, Kent. What's up, Jeff? Hey, Rob. How you doing? Good, man. Good. So uh, I know you're in Toronto. Yeah. What are you hearing about? What are your friends in Ottawa saying about the truckers' protest? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, I mean, they, look, they, it's, a, it's a mess in Ottawa. Um, obviously, last weekend they tried the same thing in Toronto, but the police here were organized this time and ready, and they shut it down. They had a protest and it was over. 
Uh, they kept the big rigs out of the middle of the city, and it's been fine. Ottawa, I think people are just frustrated. There's a bunch of, you know, people who have come. They've decided to, you know, really try and annoy the neighborhood. They're honking horns, like you said, all night. You know, there's some been some areas where there's been arson and other stuff. It's it's not good, and the government needs to sort of do something to start moving things on. Um, and, you know, I think some people try and position there's a divided country, but the fact is over 92% of Canadians have been vaccinated. So, like, across the country, it's really not an issue. Um, this was not a question, not an item for debate, but you really are. The folks that are out there are the farthest edge of the fringe. And I think people who are supporting them should really take some time to listen to the stuff they're saying. It's got nothing to do with vaccination, like you said. They're just way out, uh, way out there. And look, most truckers in Canada are doing, you know, have done their part. Uh, they're vaccinated, they're driving, they're doing everything. This is a real extreme group that is some truckers and some not. And it's just a it's just a messy situation. That I so think what is motivating that? Is it, what, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt, Jeff, but what is yeah. their motivation then what do they hope to achieve? Well, it's unclear what they really hope to achieve because if you read, you know, what they're what they've written, you know, they're looking to bring down the government. They're looking to end all vaccine. You know, they say vaccination, but really, this is a group that's, you know, like you said, they're scared of they're scared of whatever has changed in the economy. Their fear, which look, it's been a tough two years for everyone. Everyone wants things to be back to the way they were, but they're scared. They want. You know, they're scared of immigration. They're scared of losing their jobs. They're, they're, you know, not paid what they need to be paid. You know, all of the things that lead to people being scared and, and sort of pushing away from the mainstream and the lack of trust in government is extremely high in this group. Jeff is one of, uh, Jeff and Kimmy, his wife, uh, dear, dear friends of Erica and, and me. We've known each other now for over 20 years. There's kind of a Toronto, Cleveland pipeline. Uh, many, uh, Torontonians and uh, Clevelanders hook up <laughs> in these transnational relationships that I really appreciate. Erica went to camp in Canada, Winnebago, uh, knows the country well. Uh, Jeff's family has, has been, uh, I mean, you have, you have relatives in Cleveland now, right? Uh, who all you yeah. have here? Yeah. Uh, all of Kim's family are all in Cleveland. So all, all our families are. Do you, do you fear that the truck thing will spread to the United States, Jeff? Oh, look, I think it's it it's uh, it, it will. I mean, I mean, clearly it's spreading. There's definitely a, a around the world. You see this sort of folks on the right really, you know, latching onto it. But I do think it. You know, I, I get as, as you said, like no one wants the government to sort of mandate everything and, and do everything. But I think there's been a need for it. I think, you know, people, as I said, before they start saying these truckers are great and what they're doing is great, should really understand what they're doing. And all they are doing is pissing off the people in Ottawa, making their lives miserable, making, you know, people who are in hospitals having to listen to, you know, honking horns throughout the night, people having to worry about fires in the building, all this stuff, which is, it's got nothing to do with anything. It is not a meaningful conversation. It is just people who are, you know, really, you know, not wanting to be part of society, really pushing it. I, and I the folks that. who are encouraging it, I think, as I said, and whether it's on the right or the left, I think you've got to take the time to really understand what they're saying before you say, this is something that I support. Because, look, there's there's room for lots of views and there's room for lots of different policy choices. But what they're pushing has got nothing to do with anything useful. It certainly does it when they're flying the American Confederate Confederacy flag and uh, SWAT stickers and 
some of the other hateful yeah. symbols I, that they're showing. Good, Jeff. And the government's very, been very clear, and even on the right, everyone has said, look, you've got a right to protest. There's absolutely no issue with protest. But when you start disrupting the city, when you start, you know, like you said, putting a truck in the middle of, you know, people's neighborhoods uh, and keeping people, you know, people up on all hours, you're not doing anything to promote or to, you know, uh, um, achieve your agenda. You're just causing chaos. And that does nothing for anyone. I appreciate you coming on, Jeff. I know how busy you are. Very successful businessman. And uh, I, I, I love you and your family. And thank you very much. No worries. Good talking to you, Eric. I'll talk to you guys soon. Okay, good luck. I was gonna. I forgot to ask about Justin Trudeau. Whether people just don't like him. Uh, Jeff, Gary, Rich, Donnie, and Michael, please be patient. I want to go to Rob Bailey and the newscast. When we come back, it's all about you and what you think about what's going on in Canada. Will it spread to the United States? Is it justified? Is it theater? Is it revolution? What the hell is it? Because I want to stick with this trucker thing. Because I think. If it does spread to the United States in the way that it is promising, it will give a kind of a, uh, a an avenue for the expression of some of the far right sentiments. I got no problem with the right. Uh, you know, I, I work at the right. Uh, but uh, if you're flying a Confederate flag or you're uh, you know, you've got a swastika or you're uh, you want to take down the government. Uh, you're an anarchist, and I'm, uh, you know, that's now protected by uh, the First Amendment uh, in the United States or whatever the equivalent is in Canada. I think that then you're just an anarchist, then you're just a dope uh, who really uh, wants to act out. But uh, what's on your mind? And thank you very much for uh, for your patience. We'll start in Illyria with Jeff. Jeff, thank you for holding on. What's uh, What are you thinking about? Hey, good morning. Good morning. Uh, can I, I read a statement here? That, you may. Uh, you may read. It says, conformity is doing what everyone else is doing regardless of what is right. Morality is doing what is right regardless of what everyone else is doing. Now, you, when you get a flu shot, you only get one. They're pumping people with a experimental thing. I, I know there's COVID. I believe there's death. But I think they're going overboard. So you, you think, think that the government should not mandate vaccines, or you think, uh, did I hear you right, that one one shot would be okay? No, I, I don't know, but I think they're experimenting, just trying to find the answer. There's people dying from the shot. It's a fact. It's I don't know. Fact. I don't know that to be true. I don't know that. Yeah, to be I true. know. I don't think we know the truth about the other things either. They they well, I, Geraldo, they they found things about this stuff that they're covering up. Okay. Have you have you been vaccinated, Jeff? No, and I had COVID too, and I got a little cold. It was it. I was tested. The swab didn't work on the test, and the blood test showed I had COVID, and I had a little bit of congestion, just like you mentioned you had. And I'm 59 years old, and I don't think they should especially be pumping these kids. These kids aren't even developed. They can't breathe. Their, their lungs aren't even right. They're wearing all these masks. They said the masks don't even work. Well, the mask I mandate, I think, I, I hear you, I hear you, and I think you express yourself very well, Jeff, and I appreciate the call. I, I do. I don't necessarily have uh, an answer that could uh, swage your concerns, but I believe in science. I think that sadly or inevitably, rather than sadly, maybe sadly and inevitably, uh, the scientists were 
as panicked as the rest of us in the beginning. They didn't know how the hell to stop this thing. Uh, but I, I think that now, by now, everybody agrees. Uh, vaccine's the best protection. Well, Geraldo, isn't this the most scrutinized vaccine that we've ever really seen, period? I mean, the, the trials and the microscope this thing's been under since day one for this very reason, for the accelerated time clock, is through the roof. And the other issue with what Jeff, that I had with what Jeff said was he said we don't get a flu shot every year. You do get a flu shot every year. And kids, they're little pin cushions when they're growing up. All they do is get vaccinated. All they do is get vaccinated. Yeah. I mean, all of the I was going to say all of the vaccines you get to go to school. You know, I understand yep. that there are some questions about uh, autism with some some parents, uh, and I think that some of their concerns led uh, doctors to now scatter the childhood vaccines. They don't get them all in one day the way they used to. Uh, maybe that's the answer. I, but I I think that to question vaccines now is really is to it's the flat Earth science. Uh, Gary and Sandusky, thank you for holding on. Gary, what's on your mind? Hey, how how you doing this morning? All right. Thank you for calling. Good. A um, couple things. Uh, one, I hear you about the truckers. I, I totally back the truckers. I hope they come to the United States uh, to voice their opinion. What so do you far, want them to do when they get here, Gary? Uh, exactly what they're doing up in Canada. They're not causing any trouble. They're not like uh, black lives They're not Canada causing any trouble. Either. I mean, you, ha you haven't been watching right. if you believe they haven't caused yes, any trouble. Have. They've shut down the have capital burnt, of the country. They, uh, have they burnt down buildings? They have, as far have as I know, they I, there have been some fires, but no, no major arson. No, no, don't, 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 don't put your opinion in there. That's fact. Okay, I have several brothers that are up there in that. They have not. Are you been. a trucker, Gary? I am a trucker. Now, the second thing is, you are you, you vaccinated? Just let me ask you a couple of questions. Are you vaccinated? It's none of your business. Is it my business if you're crossing the border? It is none of your business. It's not my business to it's inquire a, whether or not you're vaccinated and you're driving a truck into the United States. It is none of your business. What's your health? What's your health? You got a good heart? Pretty good. Yeah. Well, why don't you tell me about your medical history? Am I, I'm I'm triple vaccinated. Well, and and I'm proud of it. I don't need to know that. I really, I really don't care if you're vaccinated or not. I don't care. And, but you, you no would approve of the trucks coming to downtown Sandusky and blocking all the traffic and staying overnight absolutely and sounding one, the horns? Absolutely, one hundred percent. A hell of a lot better than what BLM and Antifa has done. Okay, Gary, I, I see where you're coming from. Thank uh, you. And for the record, I, I was checking while you guys were talking. Uh, police are investigating multiple arson claims in Ottawa. They're not sure if it's related to the protest, but um, there is some uh, there is some fire up there right now. Right. With his, with his fire, there's smoke. Yep. <laughs> uh, in Akron, uh, Rich is on the line. Rich, what are you thinking about? Hey, good morning. Good morning. Thank you for calling. Hey, I just wanted to uh, make sure you don't get canceled. 900,000 people plus have not died of COVID. They've died with COVID. I agree with that. I agree with that statement. It's 928,879 as of this morning have died of COVID, says the CDC. Now, right. well, it, may, it may, be, may be that it was people had pneumonia and they died and they also had COVID. Uh, I mean, I cut the number in half. Let's say the million is overstated because of the reason that you say 
Let's say it's half a million Americans have died. I mean, is that is that appropriate? Is that is that too little? Well, it 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 just fuels the problem that we're having with the distrust. With I mean, to me, uh, the CDC, the uh, 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 all of our health institutions have been damaged with this. Nobody is believing what's what's coming out there anymore. And the reason the reason I know these people are dying with COVID is my nephew happens to run a series of funeral homes. Now he knows why they're dying, but when he takes a look at the death certificates later, because they have access to that type of thing, they're dying of COVID. It's absolutely well. I, I, Rich, I get it. I, I get it. I think that if you in any way try to minimize this horror here, then you're off base. I, I, I believe that COVID has meaningfully contributed to the deaths of hundreds of thousands of Americans, and I think that is undeniable. In Bellevue, Donnie is on the line. Donnie, what are you thinking about? Thanks for calling. I support the truckers 100% and disagree with you 500%. But you said you work for the right, and you take their money, but you never agree with them when it really counts. Well, I don't know about that. Years. I don't know. I, oh. and don't be don't be nasty. Yeah, there's no, no reason I'm to not. be nasty. I'm not. I'm not. But what I'm trying to say there's is no reason. Is, you know. You know. You know who I am. I've been around yeah. a long time. I've been at yeah, Fox a long done. time. I don't make any yeah. bones about who I am or who I think they are. But and I'm do. proud to be you a do. member of Fox, and I'm proud to bring my voice to that network. And I don't like what the truckers are doing. I think that they are. I don't like whenever you have a beef, you go and exercise your right to complain about the beef as long as you don't screw around with someone else's life. If you're blocking traffic in Ottawa, if you are setting fires, if you're sounding your horn all night long, you're revving up your engine in a, opposite a hospital or school, you know, what the hell? What the hell? What, is, what does that have to do with uh, your right to be vaccinated or not vaccinated? What are those people who are being disrupted? What did, what did, they, what did they do to you? What did they do to you? That you have the right to park your big rig in front of their house and sound your horn and rev your engine all day long, all night long, so people can't sleep. And they say all the pollution that's pouring from those big rig diesels. I mean, they, I think they're using the monuments law, the protection of monuments to get them out of downtown Ottawa. But they, they can't get them out. They don't have enough people. You know, if they, I read they have uh, 1,200 cops in Ottawa that's beefed up with some of the suburban districts. They have that many truckers. They're going to need the Canadian Army to get them out of there. In Barberton, Dave is on the line. Dave, thank you for calling. Hey, okay, buddy. Sir, how are you? Well, thanks. What's up? Good. Uh, I just wanted to say that, I mean, this whole trucker thing, it's, I, I agree, it's a pain in the butt for everybody, and it's, it's silly. But at the same time, like, just in my own personal experience, my son is seven years old. He was, at, at three years old, he was asked to get an, or required, I guess, to get an HPV vaccine, which is something you get through sex or drugs neither of which my three-year-old was involved in. And I asked her, I'm like, if he takes his vaccine, does this prevent him from getting it later? She says no. So I'm like, I don't understand why he would need this. So we declined 
And the doctor instantly became, we've got a different doctor since then, but she instantly became mean. Like, why wouldn't you do that? Don't you care about your son? Why would you not? Why would you deprive your son? Well, I I don't want to debate vaccines generally, but can I ask you, Dave, have you been vaccinated? Have you been vaccinated? No. No, and again, I agree that's no one's business. I'm part of that. But for conversation's sake, I understand. No, I am not. And you don't think that the scientists are correct when they say vaccines at least mitigate, they mitigate, they minimize the effects of the disease? No, I I believe that they do that, but I'm not sure that the disease for someone in my set, in my bracket. Well, that's I think you that's a good point. You're a young, young man and you're strong and healthy and the disease probably is going to pass you by and get someone that's overweight and old or very young. Forgive the analogy, and I don't mean to interject, but to me, they're, they're, it's, it's like they're treating it like a condom, like one size fits all, and that's just not how this is going <laughs> to okay. work. All right, that's a vivid, uh, vivid analogy there. I'll remember that one. In Brook Park, Bob is on the line. Hey, Bob, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Oh, all right. I just wanted to comment on uh, uh, you had a caller, uh, probably five callers ago. He said that they're doing no harm. These truckers are doing no no harm. Right. right. I would like to just remind him. Uh, given this scenario, uh, there's an ambulance stuck in that traffic with his mother, his brother, his father, wife, child, trying to get to the emergency room. Good point. He's telling me that's not doing any harm. Get out of the way. Make your point another way. All right, that's Bob, it. good call. Thank you. And now on that note, on that pleasant note, on a, a fellow who agrees with me, I have no, I stress as we end the show today. I have no problem with people expressing their opposition to government. That is as American as the American flag and apple pie. But when you step on other people's property, when you complicate and interfere with the lives of other people that have nothing to do with your beef, with your fight, then you have gone beyond protest into anarchy. I'm Geraldo Rivera reporting Roadkill. Roadkill with Geraldo Rivera. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.